Welcome to the Unaccepted Podcast, the podcast for car enthusiasts and anime fans. I'm your host, Tony. Y soy Manuel. What? So, I'm, I'm Eddie. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> you lost me there. <laughs> yes, I lost you, even though you're, you can speak Spanish. I don't know what you're talking about, buddy. Your last name is Ortiz. Shh. It's supposed to be confidential on the air. Okay, his name is not Ortiz. <laughs> How you doing, Manny? Uh, doing pretty good, honestly. Now that I finally got the chance to eat some wings from Sabobo Casino. Yes. I can't remember when was the last time. I think it was last year, but I don't remember when last year. It was uh, before you caught COVID and we did the whole remote recording. That is true. Which was a couple months. Mm-hmm. It was a while. Yeah, it was a while, honestly. Well worth it. Definitely. I mean, out of every place I've had wings before, they've, they're just the best, honestly. Yeah. Well, casino food's always, for the most part, pretty good, right? Mm-hmm. For the most part. <laughs> You've had those. Uh, I've had those. Oh, no. Yeah, no, they're pretty good, and it's super freaking close, so. No, definitely. Well worth it for a little, a little bit of a wait. Mm-hmm. Attempt to win back your money for dinner, but... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, other than that, I mean, I've just been catching up on anime. Just work with the with the rain and stuff and just dealing with the cold and rain, but all my free time, just catching up on anime. Yeah. Oh, it sucks, dude. The cold deters me so much from getting stuff done, especially <laughs> when it's raining. And I just don't want to do anything. Yeah, I know how you feel, especially since I have to work outside in the rain. Oh, yeah. That's true. That's true. I don't. and that's why when i get home i don't want to go out there (laughs) but uh yeah it's 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 what it's a tuesday and i i gotta do a ton of track prep (laughs) that is true that is true but we'll get into that a little bit later Mm -hmm. but uh let's roll off with some headlines manny what do you got yeah i mean just uh some more anime updates we finally have a maid dragon season two premiering this summer Oh, shoot, really? On Crunchyroll. Okay. You know that one has a big old hype behind it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, for anybody that probably knows this already or for anybody that's new listening, the studio that did uh, Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid was KyoAni or Kyoto Animation. And we had that situation where an arsonist came and burned down the studio building and with the resulting of uh, quite a few p- important people inside that studio that were killed in the fire. Yeah. One was, uh, I think, the the main director for... Yeah, the main director for that created that helped create this series for the Maid Dragon series. Yeah. So do they still have people from that, that used to work there doing this one, or did somebody else adopt it? No, it's going to be Kyoto Annie. I mean, I don't see... I, don't, I can't see anybody else doing it, honestly. Yeah. But with that, honestly, I mean, it's it's good to see that we're still we're still seeing these works still continue even after what they've been through and everything. Yeah, there's a there's a bounce back coming, hopefully. Bounce back, and honestly, with the support of the community too, with it. That's great. That's really great to hear. Yeah, so we're expecting it to be debuted in July on Crunchyroll. Okay. So very excited for that. Yep, just long enough for me to be surprised when you bring it up in July. 
<laughs> you know, that is true. Every time I bring up stuff, you act surprised because you always forget about it. I absolutely forget about it. In July, you're going to tell me this. I'm like, I didn't know they were coming out with a season two. <laughs> okay, okay. So in July, I'll try to remind you and see if you actually get surprised. We'll see. Mark this. I'll mark it. You're not marking this. <laughs> what makes you think that? Because you don't have a pen and paper. I don't need pen and paper. We'll see. <laughs> we got technology for that. All right, then. <laughs> and another um, actually interesting update. The new Evangelion movie just premiered in Japan last week. Okay. So with its first week in theaters in Japan, it has maintained itself at number one in the box office. Closely, uh, actually, no, not closely, but earning more than 3.3 billion yen. That's really good. Yeah. Did you talk about this one coming out last week? No, not last week. Or the week before that? I think you talked about one coming out, but you weren't sure, especially with everything going on, when we'd actually be seeing something, you know, subbed and ready for us to view. Uh, I think that would actually be the Demon Slayer movie. Might be wrong. I'm okay, it might have been that one. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, yeah, we're... We're pretty much excited because seeing how Evangelion, like, that was just, like, one of my, like, throwback animes, honestly. I mean, it's super dark. It had its very long history of how, like, very, like, mental it was. Just It just mind fucks you with how much shit just went around and stuff. Yeah. The the psychological part, honestly. And with the, I mean, this, this series was just, like, a throwback where it... I don't know, I'm just having like lots of words like how hyped I am because this anime was so good for me and I just loved it so much that I'm just excited to know when we're going to possibly see it here. Yeah. Is the movie going to be a, I guess, a retelling of the anime? No, it's the final It's the final of the movie series. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So we're, this is going to be the final finale basically in the movie series. So very super excited for that. Very nice. And then uh, for our next update, we actually have Netflix coming out with a short animation series. It's about six episodes long on Yasuke, the only known, from my from my opinion, because I don't know if maybe there's any other ones, not too sure at the moment, but the only known actual or uh, African origin samurai. An origin samurai. Mm-hmm. Okay. You, seem, you seem puzzled, right? A little bit, a little bit. I do remember when I took like Japanese class in my university, I did hear about like an actual, um, because I mean there was always like ships coming from other countries trying to explore new lands, uh, seek new nations to maybe do like uh, trade routes and everything. And I think there was one where a black man from origin, probably like. Probably like was on the ship with like colonizers, especially like from the Dutch, because they were well, uh, they were pretty well known and just like going around the country looking for trade routes, especially. But I guess he stayed in Japan and served as an actual samurai. Okay, so this is kind of like based upon a true story thing. Yes, it is. Okay, see, when you kind of said that, I thought you were trying to like reference an anime or movie story or whatever. No, of it, that, and I'm like thinking, wait a minute. <laughs> it's actually based on a historical figure. Okay, got it, got it. Yeah. So, uh, for a little bit side or like little info about him, he was part of a part of the he was an actual samurai in the 16th century 
under Oda Nobunaga. And that was like during their warring warring moments where they had a bunch of a bunch of samurai wars samurai wars and everything. And this is gonna be like I said, a six six episode long animation short series. So it's gonna be interesting seeing how they're gonna take part in this uh use this historical figure to make an anime series for him. And hopefully Netflix doesn't fuck it up because they've been known to fuck up shit. I mean, they have, but at the same time, they've also came out with some really solid stuff. That is true. That so is true. They, they're kind of a hit and miss, but they've, they've come out with some really good stuff. So I wouldn't, I guess I wouldn't be too, too worried about it right mm-hmm. now. Yep. Question is, are they going to make an anime about Robert Smalls? <laughs> that would be fun. That would be really interesting, right? I'll write it. <laughs> Let's make a proposal to Netflix on that. All right, we'll put that in the books. <laughs> I don't believe you because you're not writing it down. Right here. <laughs> See, oh, 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 you have technology, but I can't. Nope. Racist. And these aren't editing notes to edit out your stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so. Again, um, as I said before, I was there in this whole week. I was just catching up on anime. Some of the animes that I caught up was on uh, the day I got reincarnated as a slime. I, I can't remember if I said it right, though, but the slime it's anime. It's a long title, but yeah. yes. <laughs> Definitely, it's getting really good. I mean, I don't like that it's being rushed everywhere because the manga is much longer than that. But they, especially with the first season, how much it was rushed and everything. But. Still keeping that hype train and everything, so I'm super excited for that. Another anime that I caught up with was uh, the Horse Derby anime. It was getting really good, especially. I know, I know. <laughs> I, you have your interest. I have my interest. I, I, all right, all right, all right. I won't. I won't say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and then another anime that I caught up was uh, Black Clover. Okay. That one with the latest episode was super. Just well done with the uh, with the big ass fight that they had with Dante with the, I think it was I can't remember the triad or no I don't remember, something triad, but yeah, and what my next segment that I want to talk about was another anime that I caught up with was actually Attack on Titan. Um, so I finally caught up with Attack on Titan because I was missing about, I fell behind like maybe four episodes I want to say, couldn't be more than that. Nah. And the latest episode from last week, not this week that was that just happened right this week, um, was just super, super over, overhyped that it left off with the biggest cliffhanger I've ever witnessed myself in this whole series. And that's kind of a statement because there's a lot of cliffhangers yeah. for that series. Yes. And just how much, how dramatic it got that it just like, it was like getting me off my chair, just like it's like I was just so overhyped that I found myself like um, Sheldon from Big Bang Theory, where like he's like like trying to keep his balance, but also trying to find the strength to get up out of the floor. It's like I don't need sleep; I need answers. <laughs> so I'm like, like fuck, I'm pissed. I need to know more. And then Sunday came around, no new episode. And the reason why there was no new episode is because Japan had another earthquake situation. Oh, yikes. Yeah. So with the earthquake, it actually delayed the broadcasting for the new episode. 
And with Mappa Studios and the other uh, TV production companies, they have announced that they're going to release the ne- the next new episode the following week when the next episode is supposed to air, and then also air the next episode after it. Okay. Okay. But the the reason why it brings me to my segment of Weebs Be Mad is that anime fans were actually pissed that it got delayed because of an earthquake. <laughs> like, don't fuck with their schedule, Manny. No, like legit, they were actually pissed. They said, we don't care about the earthquake or earthquake troubles. Give us the next, the damn episode, basically. It, it's, which is sad, honestly. Yeah. I mean, we should basically be better at this in being able to be able to like support these companies that are these studios, these TV production companies, uh, the broadcasting companies, everything that gives us these opportunities to watch these episodes and everything. But at the meantime, we have these so-called anime fans that just get pissed just because it's delayed. Yeah, that's nutty. It, it's it's almost kind of a shame to follow stories like this sometimes. Mm-hmm. Got to hack them off, get them out of the community. <laughs> I mean, at the, at this point, I don't consider them anime fans. I think they're just like more like bandwagons at this point if they really have to act like this, honestly. I mean, yeah, I don't know what to make of it other than just uh, chill the fuck out. <laughs> In reality, yes, because we should be more caring about their safety. I mean, like, again, we talked about KyoAni. We have to show support to these companies because they give us what we love. Yes. Well, it's 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 that kind of goes with any hobby and anything you do, right? Mm-hmm. You support those that support your hobby. Definitely. You know, that's why you uh you want to shop from the local shops, you know? The local shops are the ones that's going to be throwing your local car shows. They're going to be the ones kind of doing getting your your parts sourced out and shipped, you know? Mhm. Given obviously a lot of stuff we can do online, but if you want to be, if you want your community to be active, you want your your shows and meets and track events and everything like that to be going on, then you got to support the local businesses that help that make that happen. Definitely, the earthquake that was reported was just a magnitude four point six. It wasn't. It's not really a big earthquake, honestly, but it's still an earthquake. If it affected these uh, broadcasting companies and studios, they have to be worried about infrastructure and everything. Because you never know. And the government uh, announced that there's no threat at the moment for a tsunami. So um, at least we're, we're okay with that, honestly. Yeah. Especially since they just finished doing the remembrance for 311, which is when they had that er, that huge earthquake in March of 2011 that, uh, that caused that uh, tsunami. Yeah. And they just had the racetrack get, you know, basically crumbled. Right, a few weeks ago, yes. Yeah, Ibisu Circuit. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, they they've been getting hit pretty hard here and there. So yeah, it's it is it is perfectly normal to take a little bit more precaution into it, and you know, yeah, delay it and make sure everything else is okay. Definitely. All right, what else you got, Manny? Yeah, that's pretty much it for my Weebs Be Mad segment. All right. Well, it sucks that we have that segment, but I'm sure we'll be doing it again. <laughs> We're always going to get good content for that, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I wanted to start with a little bit of good news. Mm-hmm. Um, Los Angeles sheriffs actually raided uh, four locations and found everybody's catalytic converters. 
What do you mean? Well, I'm sure you've heard, and I'm sure all the listeners have kind of heard of people stealing cats off their cars. Yes. Especially recently this past year. Recently this past year, that um, that crime alone has shot up 400%. Oh, shit. For 2020. Any reason why? Um, I mean, when there's financial struggle, crime goes up. That's but, but why Cadillac Converters, though? Because they're easy to get to and they're worth money. That is true. So true. there's a lot of precious metals that are inside the cat that mm-hmm. help actually, you know, filter a lot of the, you know, our bad smog stuff out, right? Yeah. And obviously, all you really need is a sawzall and a bottle jack. And you can jack a car up really quick and cut one off. Pretty much. I've seen videos of people... Like security camera footage of people just doing that shit. Oh, it's quick. Oh, yeah. It's, it's very really quick. quick. Yeah. And I mean, if you have a bigger car, sometimes you don't even need the jack. That is true. With trucks. Yeah. No, I remember back in the day when those uh, those FJ cruisers. Oh, the Toyota FJ cruisers? Yeah, those really, really ugly things. I don't know. I mean, Toyota's made some good cars, but I don't think that one would. Especially in design. I don't know. It's like a Pontiac Aztec to me. <laughs> <laughs> but those factory heights sat high enough to where they were super easy to steal the cats off, and they were getting taken like crazy. Hmm. But this year, everybody was getting hit. I know even like in my you know community uh, message boards and stuff, people were getting their cats stolen all the time. For the Type R's? No, I just mean community, like a uh, neighborhood. Oh, your neighborhood like community. Neighborhood, okay. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Er- almost everybody I talked to has had uh, or heard of incidents of people getting their cats stolen. I mean, it, it is heavy. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's everywhere. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's literally everywhere right now. So, what's like the big update for this that's happened in Los Angeles? So, they arrested 19 people. And recovered over 250 catalytic converters. God damn. Um, that cost, and again, you know, obviously the cost is probably adjusted to the price it takes to replace them, mm-hmm. which, you know, cats are expensive. If you ever had to replace one before, I have. You have? Yes. How much did it cost you? I'm going to say like 800. 800. I'm assuming you had pre cats. What do you mean? You had your cats and your pre cats coming down from your header? Yes. Okay. So they're estimating the value at seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> they also seized about a hundred thousand dollars in cash and ghost handguns. Basically, you know, like homemade. Homemade handguns? Goddamn. Well, you know, you buy parts and assemble it. Yeah, so true. there's no official like serial number on yeah. it to tr- to track them. You because know what I mean? It's just all mismatching numbers at that point. Yeah, basically everybody's uh AR-15s. <laughs> um, I, I know of a couple websites that sell them, sell the parts as a quote-unquote paperweights. Interesting. Yeah, there's always a way around it. You just buy a $300 paperweight here and there, and there you go. True. <laughs> but yeah, they, they caught a little rink of them, and hopefully they catch more of them, because holy crap, was that getting bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And especially out here in California, man, you need those things. Yeah, you really do. I mean, it would be a shame because at least one of my cars, if somebody tried to steal them, there's nothing there to steal. And 
you know, maybe maybe they can sell me one. <laughs> Is it the fox body? Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, the fox has technically a catted X pipe, but the cats are hollowed and just welded tube on the inside. I'm just glad I don't have to worry about emissions on the El Camino. Lucky, lucky. <laughs> I I still want to, you know, I I'm still an advocate for getting rid of OBD one. If you're on OBD one, just just leave us alone. We don't need to smog. There's not that many on the road. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, it's you know, in in all reality, they're so easy to kind of fake the smog because it's OBD one, and there's not a lot of computer sensors to mm-hmm. it. It's so easy to fake those. Like we're doing it anyways. Just just leave us alone. Leave OBD one alone. <laughs> I mean, I doubt it because they just want to make money. Yes. Well. I guess that kind of rolls us over into our next thing, right? That is true. So next topic, and again, I'm sure maybe everybody's heard of it already, or if not... I've only caught glances at it, but I've never actually looked into it. Okay, so it's uh, SEMA's challenges to the EPA's interpretation of the cleaning. Hmm. So the EPA is interpreting an amendment, um, amendment to the Clean Air Act that it is illegal to take a streetcar and convert it to a race car. Oh, so that's what's happening. Yeah, so it's not so much like it's a brand new law or anything, right? The Clean Air Act has been around since 1963, mm-hmm. right? And just over the years, we add amendments to it. Obviously, yes. technology advances, science advances, and we figure out what's causing pollution and better ways to fix it or, you know, regulate things, right? Now, what EPA is trying to do, and they attempted this back in 2015, Mm -hmm. and they're taking an interpretation of this and running it through as as soon as a car is certified as a street passenger vehicle, it cannot be used or converted into a race car even if it's trailered and only used as a competition only use yeah for sure that did piss off a lot of people oh absolutely and it's a it's a huge industry obviously that's that's a huge blow to a lot of businesses definitely and i can see why sema is trying to go after it well yeah this is their this is their people this Mm -hmm. is what they represent you know um and there was a big pushback in 2015 and that's where the epa backed off Obviously, they're trying it again now. <laughs> Every five years. I, I Apparently. So SEMA is challenging this interpretation, claiming that, you know, they've already, they're kind of uh, contradicting themselves for what they've actually referenced in the past and been using legally, right? So they are pushed, SEMA is pushing for the RPM Act. And the RPM. I like that. Yeah, RPM? right? <laughs> I like that. Side note, it seems like every piece of like political legislation always tries to have a good acronym. Yeah. Sometimes they work, sometimes, sometimes they, they sound don't. really stupid. <laughs> but this one I guess works out pretty well. So it is for recognizing the Protection of Motorsports Act. Hmm. And that's really what it is, right? Yeah. Now, is there undertonings of, yes, we're going to buy this off-road equipment and put it on street vehicles? Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> but you know what? 
that's also city revenue, right? Mm-hmm. We're at, you know, we're at headbutting with police officers all the time with fix-it tickets, modified exhaust tickets, state rev tickets. That's a lot of income coming in from tickets. Yep. They're going to lose all that shit if they take it away globally. <laughs> Actually, I'm wondering if if that act passes because the EPA is federal, I wonder if the city can even ticket that if it would be more of a federal ticket and now they lose all that income and we have to pay federal fines rather than a city or county. That is true. Unless unless a state or a city does something similar before the federal goes through. Yeah. Well, that it can also be is who caught you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what officer caught you doing it, you know? True. But anyways, I digress. So they're pushing this legislation through to to basically um put in the verbiage that race cars are kind of exempt from this. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it saves all of our motorsports, you know, and it saves a huge, huge industry. Um, I tried to kind of look at more or less who's kind of uh, pushing this through, you know, because a lot of people usually tend to take something and claim it as a one side or the other. Mm-hmm. And this is absolutely a bipartisan issue. Full-on bipartisan issue. I was actually, well, as I was kind of researching this, and I found a good article showing, like, what members of Congress were kind of introducing this. Yeah. I saw my congressman's picture on there, and I was like, what did this motherfucker have to say? <laughs> <laughs> Basically, what side was he on kind of yeah. thing? And uh, I guess to my surprise, my representative is uh, Raul Ruiz. And he is actually one of the members introducing the RPM Act. Oh, nice. Yeah. Something to be proud of. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. (laughs) Or, no, not something, just one thing. You know what? He better. (laughs) It's more like he better because as soon as I saw him, I was like, man, don't tell me it's my rep fucking fighting this thing. I'm going to be pissed. (laughs) (laughs) But, yes, he's one of the people actually introducing it. Um, nevertheless, I did sign up for the RPM Act push. So if we, I'll probably link it in the, uh, show in the show notes. Yeah. Um, we can go to the SEMA website and they have basically like those, uh, I'm sure you've probably done it before. Those kind of like pre-filled out, reach out to your representatives forms, right? So it kind of lists out the issues what we're what our goal is and it'll help you find who's your representative and and send them an email on your behalf basically Mm -hmm. right so i'll link it in the show notes i have already signed up and did it i'm not sure if you have no i'll like like i said i've been seeing it but i just only caught like quick glances i never actually looked into it okay so i will send you the link for it too um before we're done out of here Mm mm-hmm and I'll put it in the show notes so everybody, let's save the fucking race cars. Go in there, sign up, get an email out to your representative, and let them know that, you know, we want this protected. Because mm-hmm. we'll be damned if that starts going away right now. <laughs> Definitely. And we want to continue giving our money to city officials in the form of tickets. Oh. <laughs> well, see, you kind of brought up something else, though, too, is because... If you really think about, is it is it so much that it's a interpretation 
right, that's being misconstrued here? Or is it more that we're not greasing the, you know, greasing the wheels of these politicians Mm -hmm. or these people that, you know, represent on the EPA? Because the amount of emissions that is put out by competition race cars really isn't a huge percentage. It really isn't. Especially considering there's a lot of bigger, way bigger industries that pollute way fucking more. Mm -hmm. But these industries are deep with lobbyists, deep into the, you know, our legalized bribery system of of our money and politics, making sure that, hey, these things are, you know, don't touch them, you know? (laughs) So it's kind of maddening that it's even happening, but... I mean, a lot of agencies always do really dumb shit, honestly. I remember there was one time where some a man actually built a man-made pond in his backyard and the EPA fined him like I think it was like 6 million dollars just Jesus. for having that man-made pond in his backyard. How big was his pond? Not that big. And his and his backyard was pretty big. Really? Jesus. So he countersued and I think he won the su- the suit. Hey, there you go. I mean, as like I said, lots of these government agencies just do stupid shit, and it's just basically what you just said earlier: special interests, lobbyists, all this other yeah, shit. Yeah, they have to show they're doing something, right? Mm-hmm. But they don't want to do things against the wrong organizations or the wrong people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I could probably dive in deeper with percentages and everything, but eh. <laughs> I'm not gonna bother with it. Go online, sign up, reach out to your representatives, and let's throw a big uproar like we did in 2015 and stop it. If not, we could always get Emperor Palpatine. <laughs> I mean, I guess that works too. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, that's what's going on with the, you know, with the RPM Act mm-hmm. and uh, the EPA. Let's let's fight it. That's all. Definitely. But uh, Manny, yes, it is now a few days until the NASA event. Have uh, has NASA reached out to you about your refund? So when they first gave me the update of my three options, I responded to the email saying that I will be requesting a refund, and basically from there, after I got the refund, I'll start looking at the schedule again because maybe there's a truck event that maybe I'll do. It's cheaper, so I'd rather have the full amount. And then just pay it again instead of just worrying about like if I'm going to get a credit for what's left over on the difference. Yeah. Um, so they did respond to me, but it looked like they were hesitant about the hurry fund and they were trying to convince me if I want to transfer my track event to another track event. So I just basically responded to that email again, re- email response and just said, no, I'm fine with just the refund because I still need to relook at my schedule for or my calendar just to see what i can how i can plan this because i think i will try to register for auto club again but for the july or june i forgot which month it is okay uh hopefully the covid situation is better at that point because it's the summertime at that point yes absolutely and that was beginning of last week not heard anything or any follow-up since then Mm, and they do have i wonder if they're gonna pull that little uh Shady trick about the their refund policy. They better not, honestly. <laughs> I mean, I know that we have the track event that I was supposed to go coming up this legit weekend, and so I hope they don't pull that shit. 
Um, I will send another email tomorrow just to see what's going to happen. Okay. Um, ho- I mean, thankfully, they're the only ones that actually responded to me about getting a refund. Oh, <laughs> that's right. You showed up to my house still on hold for... Postmates. Postmates. Got it, yes. Because last week when I came, I ordered something for Postmates. I never got my order, and they still charged me. That's always fun. So I've been still trying to get hold of them. I've already sent them two emails, made two reports on the app. I have left a review on the App Store and (laughs) have been on hold legit all day trying to get in in contact with a customer support over the phone. Big yikes. It's really stupid. I feel like they're just trying to make sure I don't contact customer support at all. Yeah, they'll they'll probably email you back eventually and say, would you like to transfer this balance to another meal? <laughs> I'd probably take it at that point if they actually responded to me. <laughs> All right, Manny getting desperate. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Well, like I said, you're, uh, you're welcome to come with me at least as my one guest for Auto Club. Oh, that's right. You can only have one guest. Yes, only one. And where I do I And for guests, like do I have to be in like the stands or can I be in the pit area with you? How does that work? Uh you could be in the pit area. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean normal well, obviously not like the the hot pits, but like we park out uh by the by the garages and normally like I will park past the garages in the uh empty parking lot. Mhm. And um, there's even stations like people will park their RVs out there. You know, they set up their easy ups, chairs and whatnot. So it's not really like the pits, but it's out where everybody kind of sets up. Because, you know, I do bring like a cooler usually with me, my tools, jack, you know, like a bunch of stuff. And I kind of just, you know, you make your little home base. You Mm -hmm. set, set up your cooler, your chairs, put an easy up or whatever. Yeah. And that that's kind of where it is. And then I. Drive the car to the pits. Okay. It, if you want to go baller, then you rent a garage, but no. <laughs> <laughs> How much is the rent in a garage? Uh, you know, I don't even know, to be honest. You never actually looked at it? No, not really. Not really. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I guess for me, it's not super necessary. I don't see the necessity in it. It'd be interesting to know. I might actually look it up just to see how much it is. Yeah. It might be nice when it's really hot out. Oh, Yes. I know the last time out, man, it's been like two years since I've been at Auto Club, huh? <laughs> Jeez. But uh, the last time I was at Auto Club, it was hot, man. Luckily, um, I met up with some buddies there and he brought his RV. So it was super nice. I've never done track days like that. Normally, I'm uh, set up with a little pop-up easy up, you know, yeah. and some chairs and you know, cold sandwiches, or I'll go eat from whatever uh, restaurant or whatever the track might have, you know, for yeah. food. Oh, they have, like, food trucks and stuff there? Or what? Uh, no, like a concession stand, oh, basically. Con- concession stand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I met up with some friends there that I had met, like, at a Cars and Coffee a while mm-hmm. back. And uh, these guys belong to, like, a exotics car club. And, uh, you know... The guy has a Dodge Viper. The other one has like a McLaren. The other one has a GT3. Like, oh, is that the car club where you bought the truck from? Yeah. <laughs> so I met up with them and we hung out and did our track, did the track day together, you know. But one of the guys brought 
his RV. And I guess that's like a side business he does. He mm-hmm. buys a bunch of RVs and like camping trailers and stuff, and he rents them out. Hmm. Apparently, he says it does pretty well. But he brought that out to the track, and dude, it was nice. We had AC. <laughs> Had air conditioning, our own restroom. He brought out a barbecue, like <laughs> <laughs> just full on get- tailgating there. Oh, it was nice. It was nice. I was like, man, this this kind of track life is comfortable, <laughs> but it costs. Oh yes, that costs absolutely. <laughs> Maybe one day, not anytime soon. <laughs> but. That was kind of nice, but yeah, that, that's where I could kind of see maybe a garage would be nice because you kind of get some permanent shade. That probably does a lot better than the easy up for sure. True. And then the garages have concrete rather than, you know, sitting on asphalt the whole time. So maybe that's worth it, but I've never really looked into it. No, yeah, I mean, I'd be down. Um, I'll probably have to give you like a response right when we come up to that date. Uh, mainly just because I just want to see if nothing else happens during the week that leads up to the weekend. Got it. Okay. And then pretty much I have updates uh, for the El Camino. I'm going to be prepping it for the ARC movement event that is happening, I think, what, April 11th? Yes. Yes, April 11th. April 11th in Anaheim, correct? Yes, and this is for their uh, autism awareness, right? Autism awareness event, yes. Which he actually does annually. I think he, you know, he has themes for every single one. Yes, he does. So this one's for autism awareness. So if anybody's ever interested, check out Arc Movement on IG. Uh, what is it? Arc underscore Movement. Yes, or visit their website. That's uh, www.arcmovement.net. And this is going to be, um, actually, it's going to be at the uh, Garden Walk, Anaheim Garden Walk. Never heard of it. Uh, Disney Way. Oh, really? It kind of gives it away right there. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So they're going to be using the parking structure for there, like the tier levels. Okay. I believe the top and middle is going to be them. I haven't been to Disneyland in maybe 15 years. Yikes. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And I probably won't go unless it's a date, but we all know that's not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you for agreeing. I will agree. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, the charity for this car show is going to go to the Center for Autism and Neuro, uh, Neurodevelopment Disorders. So, you know, we had Mike on last time to talk about his stuff. And like we said, it's always for a good cause. And it's always actually a really great turnout. Mm-hmm, definitely. They put on a really good organized show. And, you know, I, I don't go to very many car shows anymore. But this is one I will always go to and support. Mm-hmm. So... We'll be there. We'll be registered. Come out and say hello. Uh, you also mentioned who else? Uh, I didn't mention anybody else, but another event, if anybody's interested, is Kyoto Night Market, which is hosted by Vinyl Labs, and it will be March 27th. I believe it's going to be March 27th. should be a Saturday. Okay. I'm only saying that because March 26th is Friday and I'll be leaving to Vegas. So I won't be here for Kyoto Night Market. Yes, and it's going to be the 27th. 27th, okay. Yep. Time frame? Uh, it's going to be from 5 o'clock to 10 p.m. Oh, so. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So if I remember, I think it was going to start at 6. 
I think their last one started at six. No, I remember on their IG they were like contemplating if they're going to increase the hours. Okay. But yeah, so if anybody's not too familiar with Kyoto Night Market, it's just basically like a small car meet, but it's more like a night market for like anime stickers and anime merch. Yes. Mainly just stickers. Mainly stickers, yeah. But I think last time I saw everything from t-shirts to skateboards to face masks, everything, right? Pins, patches, yes. banners, flags, you the na- the works, honestly. Yep, if you can print weeb shit on it, they probably got it. Pretty much. And that's in Irvine, correct? Right. Well, the last time I went, it was on a it was in Irvine. Oh, yeah, you're right. It is Irvine. Yeah, it's in Irvine. That's right. I forgot he switched shops. Yeah. He got a he got a new shop. Well, the last one wasn't even at his new shop. It was at a different location. Oh, okay. Yeah. They I think they got in contact with a free set of business complex and they were allowed they were granted access to use their whole parking lot for the Kyoto Night Market. Oh, okay. So they might have more room than last time. They do. <laughs> last time was packed. Mm-hmm. I actually think uh, I parked in the neighborhood, mm. like completely out of the whole complex. Yeah. Because they just didn't have any, any parking. It was packed. Which I'm sure is, you know, it was a little bit sketchy considering we were still in it. <laughs> True. <laughs> and I think that's probably why they decided to kind of just move move to a bigger venue. They can spread everybody out better. Yeah, yeah definitely. And... Going back to the Arc Movement event, um, for my plans for this Saturday specifically, is just basically just work on the El Camino. Just give it a full tune-up on almost everything that I can think of. Uh, ignition coil, uh, spark plug, spark plug wires, distributor, maybe the rotor, new battery, starter, get like those uh, heat shield, po- those pouches that they put on starters. Uh, I, f- I always forget what they call Oh, them. like a blanket? Yeah, those blanket covers or whatever. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Maybe a new alternator? I'm thinking about it. I don't know. Still in the works or still contemplating. Okay. Well, while you're down there messing with your uh, starter, make sure you check your cables. Which cables? Your, uh, your battery cables and your cable to your starter. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of times, if those cables are, you Mis- know, mismatched, not mismatched, but like let's say they're loose or they're not fully grounded out, or they just look very small or undersized, a lot of times that could attribute to the whole problem of the heat soak. Mm. So sometimes it just takes putting in some new cables that are a little bit beefier, and it really helps reduce a lot of the heat soak for the starter. Well, I'm not very too keen with wires, so I'll have to see what I can th- what I can see. Okay, touch each side, and complete a circuit. Just remember that. No, I'm just kidding. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know you were talking about it anyway. Okay, good. <laughs> like like I said, uh, when it comes to wiring, it's out of my forte. Okay, your Kia forte. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. You bought a blanket for the starter, though. No, I'm going to take off the starter on Friday and the afternoon after work. And Saturday, I will just go to JM Speed Center and just possibly buy everything I can uh, along with that blanket or whatever that shit is called. 
Okay. Because again, I still have to see what starter I need, either a staggered or a straight uh, starter. Yeah. Well, again, while you're there, um, take a look at what's around there and see if you see a way to mount a heat shield. Mm-hmm. You know, sheet metal is my profession. Um, if you have, if you see something that looks like it can mount a bracket, like a box, I could fab up a heat shield for you. At that point, I would actually just have you come over so you can actually look at it in person too, just so you can get an idea of what you, uh, what you you're thinking of, like your idea. Yeah, because a heat shield will do wonders way better than a blanket ever mm-hmm. will. Because that's what I'm planning to do to mine. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Heat shield does wonders, so I'm planning to do that to mine too. So nice, it'll help you out. But always, first thing is to really check those cables. Yeah, because sometimes it's just the simplest thing like that. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I don't have much else other than uh, the NASA event coming. I do have all the prep I still have to do. For yeah, the car. I have um, some rotors I have to pick up. I'm replacing the rotors. I'm already down out of spec for them. Mm. So I'll get those replaced. I'm going to get my oil change going. I'm going to get my brake fluid flushed out. Um, Hopefully, 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 I'll see how much uh, camber I can get out of that thing. It's still, you know, I'm still pretty much all on stock suspension. But there's these alignment pins I found out, you know, now I fucking found out (laughs) (laughs) That some guys have been pulling out those like uh, stock alignment pins. Yeah. And they've been able to pull like, you know, a good three quarters of a degree out for negative camber. Hmm. Which, hey, that's better than nothing. I'll take it for right now, you know? So I'm going to probably mess with that and see about, see what I can get to get a little bit of negative camber in the front, which, you know, it might help out a little bit. And just basically get the car all prepped and ready for uh, for NASA. For sure. I I kept thinking about just registering for Saturday, too. <laughs> I mean, you could. I, I could. I could. I'm just trying to be a little bit conservative with what I'm spending right now. Because mm. I'm kind of also investing a lot in uh, some extra training on the dog, too. Yes. You're leaving the car life. I don't know about that. But <laughs> There's just uh, some advanced techniques I'm trying to work on. Mm-hmm. But um, Sunday's going to be a lot of fun. Jaime is going to be there from uh, Race FF Pod. Uh, John and Randy is going to be there. Oh, really? From 91, yeah. I think Randy is in the works to maybe register as HPD2 and just drive anyway. I feel like he actually already has some experience with tracking, no? Yes, I think he said uh, he had like a Ferrari experience. Ah, yes. You do like a autocross with a Ferrari. Yes, I remember that. And on top of that, he's been driving cars his whole life. So he's done at least like canyon runs and stuff like that. Versus you, you've kind of been more truck. You know what I mean? Yeah, truck. I don't. Have you ever really done a canyon run? I mean, in big, bo- in big box trucks. <laughs> okay. No. <laughs> So you haven't done like a full on canyon run yet, even? No, right? I mean the the canyons never actually called my to my attention, honestly. I mean they're sketch, they're fun, but they're sketch for sure. And plus, I was never around the crowd that ever did canyon runs. I mean, you talked about them, but we never actually did any. Our friends from like Street Shinobis, they always did it, but they always did them like 
far off canyons that like just don't interest me on the drive to get there. Yeah. Yeah, well that and I kind of uh kind of grew out of it. Mm-hmm. I I did it a lot more when I was younger, but it just got a little bit too sketch. Too many people found the roads. <laughs> True. Especially the roadies. Yeah, I fucking hate roadies. <laughs> <laughs> uh for the listeners, roadies are uh street bicyclists that use the canyon roads. It it sucks because sometimes when I have to go through canyons, especially if I'm going up the mountain like Big Bear Mountain in the big box trucks, there's no way I can just like cross over to the other side, uh, opposite traffic, just to like pass them over because it's kind of hard because there's always traffic. Yeah, yeah. Especially in a big box truck, I'm already going slow because I'm going uphill, and now I have to go extra slow with uh, like lots of cars behind me just because I got roadies in front of me. Yep, they need to thicken up those tires and go mountain biking. Ah, pretty much. That's that, that's my pretty much my biggest complaint with roadies is when I'm work when I'm doing actual work deliveries in the big box trucks. Yeah. Well, yeah. So that attributes to some of the reason why I don't do too many canyon runs anymore. Every once in a while, I will get up. You know, Sunday morning, start the car, drive up to the canyon early, early in the morning, and do my own little run by myself. Mm-hmm. But again, nothing too crazy, and I usually, I don't think I've done one with people in a long time, mm-hmm. just because, uh, you know, I've had some close calls with people that I didn't know, and, you know, you kind of have to trust people that when you're up there, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. No. Yeah, because there could be that one person that just is a complete novice when it comes to canyons, and he just might make a big mistake. Yeah, novice are just people who are just careless. True. I think um, I did one with, uh, it was this Nissan car club. Mm-hmm. This was like way back in the day when I still had my uh, Spec V. Um, And we did, we did GMR. Mm-hmm. We got to a spot, you know, everybody lined up to take pictures or whatever. And the first thing I fucking see is somebody pulling out like a ton of fucking beer, driving around with his hatch open. His hatch open? Yeah, like he lifted up because it's a, it was a hatchback. Yeah, he lifted up his hatchback on his clapped out fucking Integra, and he had a fucking forty in his hand. Hmm. And I'm like, mm, I don't want to drive next to these motherfuckers. <laughs> and you know. I was kind of like, I don't like the way this is kind of going. I don't know these people here. I don't trust them to be fucking, especially these motherfuckers over here drinking while we're about to go back into the canyons, you know? I take off and find out later on that, I don't know if it was that Integra, but somebody collided with somebody else up there. Yeah, that's a big no. That's a really big no. Yeah. So you you really got to be careful who you go up up there with. Speaking of canyons, I did see a report the other day where Azusa Canyon is actually just completely done. Yeah. I, I You know what? I did see that. What did they mean by done? Uh, so this, I'm looking at the report right now. It said, this is from the Azusa Police Department Facebook page. I took a screenshot of it because it looked interesting just to like spread the word about the situation and everything. But it's, uh, to quote, it says, The Azusa Police Department has received numerous complaints of speeding vehicles and motorcycles in the city, specifically racing to and from the canyon. And with that, in one specific day, 
they had over a hundred uh, traffic stops. About 97 citations were issued and two vehicles were impounded. So it just looks like now they are going to be working diligently to control the traffic on the Azusa Canyon. Okay. I mean, to me, it's kind of been a burnt spot for a couple of years now, but... Yeah. I mean, I don't go to canyons, so I never knew how the situation was there. Yeah. It used to be a lot more laxed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, given it always kind of did depend on, you know, what police officer kind of caught you up there, you know? Mm-hmm. Because as soon as they see, like, a modified car up there or a sports car, they kind of know what's happening, you know? Yeah. But it's been burnt, I think, for a couple years now. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it sucks, but they kind of uh, they kind of burned it for us, for sure. True. I mean, it, it's hard to say if they're as bad, but I don't think they're as bad as the takeover still. <laughs> no, I don't think anything will top the takeovers. No, no, they will not. But uh, with uh, with that, Manny, let's uh, call this an episode. Yeah. Why don't you tell them where they can find us? You can definitely find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at UnacceptedPod. And we do have a website at UnacceptedPod.com. And be sure to like, subscribe, leave a review anywhere you're listening to this podcast. You got a question, want to send an Unaccepted Red if you still know what an Unaccepted Rev is. I totally forgot about those. Right? It'll happen one day again. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> you can email us at unacceptedpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, with that, Manny, and everyone listening, we'll see you guys next Wednesday. Adios.